Keep it locked right here. You're in the field with Trackstar Sports. Hey, y'all, what's up? It's your girl, Erica Mason, a.k.a. Miss Pretty and Radical, and you are in the field with Trackstar Sports. Let's get it. with Trackstar Sports. You are right here in the field, man. I'm sitting here talking to my man, Brandon Slay. Hey, man. Um, well, actually, am I saying that right? Is it Slay or Sly? It's, uh, it's Sly. Brandon Sly. Sly. Brandon Sly. Yeah. I mean, I, I should have I been able to say it after I heard the announcer say it so many times. Brandon, he <laughs> killed it. He killed it. It was, it was like consistent every time you were playing. So... <laughs> I'll say this. You are the star of the Adam State Grizzlies, man. First team all on Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference. Um, you're senior point guard. You're, you're, you're done with it now. But, man, just like, man, how, how are things right now in your world? Things are going good, man. Just I'm just happy. Just to, Right now, I'm really just happy to be there for my family just because school. I, lo- I just love my family, and it was kind of tough just being away from them. But I'm just happy to be back. And then I just been trying to just focus on myself, just get ready for any opportunities that come ahead for me. So I just been trying to just enjoy every day just with my friends on the court, just anything that I do, just enjoy every day, every minute, and every second. Awesome, man. Yo, if you if you could, could you tell the fans listening how you got your start in basketball? So I got my start. Um, I was in I was uh, born in Los Angeles, California. And we stayed in this area called the uh, the Jungles. It was over by like Dorsey Dorsey High School and like Audubon Middle School. And uh, there was this gym just called Jim Gilliam. And just I was about like nine, I think. And my mom took me down there. And then I played every sport like basketball, baseball, soccer. Um, yeah, I played every sport. And um, freaking basketball was just my passion. So like ninth grade, I mean uh, when I was nine, just. I was playing basketball. I just saw how much fun I was having and just how just competitive it got. And just I could see myself like continuing doing this. So then once I started playing, I just never stopped from then. Wow, man. So how well did you do in the other sports and how did you kind of land on basketball? Um, I did pretty well. I'm not going to lie. I actually like soccer a lot. I was a goalie. So I was a, I was a goalie. So I was Wait, you were a goalie? Yes, I was quick off my feet, and I I could just move fast, and I kind of had like a little bounce, so I just I just stretch out or just move fast. That was probably one of my favorite other favorite sports, but um, just uh, football is all right. I was a little running back. I played quarterback a little bit. I'm a lefty, so that was fun. And then baseball, I actually played shortstop, but lefties aren't supposed to play shortstop, but I was pretty good at it, so. Yeah, those are how I did in all those other sports. But basketball is just my main. I just, I don't know. I just, I just loved it, man. So the nickname Flash is that is that one of your nicknames? Actually, I just started. I just started going by that just because I, I love the Flash. I'm not gonna lie, I watch the Flash all the time, and just I would just like watch film and stuff, and like or like with my coach and stuff, like see how fast you move, blah blah blah. Like, stuff like that, and I just think of the Flash, and I'm like, I watch it all the time, so I'm about to just start going by the Flash now. 
<laughs> well, man, to be honest with you, while watching your film, I see flash potential. Like, I, I see that, right? You're, you're always speeding past defenders. That's always a thing for you. You're going to the hole with no problem in most cases. Oh, yeah. Because your defenders never, like, stand with you, right? <laughs> you're always yes, using sir. your speed, and especially when you're running back and forth down the court. Like, it's, it's always fast. It's always speed. It's always motion. And so, um, mm-hmm. hey, man, if you want to go by the flash, you, you got my, my approval. I mean, you don't need it, but you definitely got mine. <laughs> All right. I appreciate it. <laughs> Yo, so, okay. You started playing basketball. You started around 11 years old. Um, you start really doing your thing, man. So, you around high school, right? You come out of high school as a 5A all-star, right? Like, just leaving it yes, in high sir. school with a lot of credentials. Can you talk about the recruiting process and, and kind of what school you decided to go to? So the recruiting process, it wasn't like nothing crazy. I wasn't really recruited by a lot of schools. I had a few, I had just like, I want to say like four offers. I want to say I had um, Colorado Northwestern Community College. Then I had USU Eastern. And then I had Post University, which was in Connecticut. And um, I can't remember the last school, but it was just out of those schools. So two of them were JUCO and then the other two were D2. And just, I don't know, I just sat and talked with my parents. And then they were just like, you should try JUCO just because I feel like you should give give yourself a chance to at least try to go D1 or if you want to go D2. But I was like, yeah, you're right. I I should try JUCO. And it was close to home. The school I actually chose, it was called USU Eastern. It was two hours from home. So it was kind of nice just to be able to drive home like on the weekends when I needed to like get just some time away from like my teammates and stuff just to hang out with my family so I kind of chose USU Eastern it's in uh, Price Utah and I played there two years and it was it was probably two like good years I I enjoyed it there I learned so much I'm actually happy I went there because I don't know if I was really ready for the next level yet so I went there and I kind of I kind of got to grow as a person and as a player which really helped me out and then it eventually helped me in my future so two two years at uh, Utah State University Eastern, right? Yes, sir. You averaged about sixteen points a game while you were there. Yes, sir. And so you decided at some point to leave and, and move on. What led oh, to that yeah. decision? So it was a JUCO, of course, two year school. So after my sophomore year, I had I had a I had a few D ones, and then I had a I had a bunch of D twos. I cannot I had a lot of D twos that had offered me. And then I had some D1s, like I had UC Davis interested in me. I had Troy, uh, University of Albany. And then there were a few more. I can't really remember. But so I just had those interested in me. And then there was a school called Adam State, of course. They were just like persistent and just always contacting me and stuff. And then I went on a visit. They were actually my only visit I went on. So I went out there, got to play, met the coaches. And I just liked how they communicated with me and then like, they were just telling me, like, you can come in and you're going to be the leader and we just need you to step up. And, like, that's kind of something I needed to get good at because I knew eventually I wanted to go play pro and that was just something I needed to work on is being a leader and being able to really take control of the team. So I was just like, you know what, Adam State, this is good for me. I feel like it'll put me in a good situation. I'll be able to I'll be able to contribute, play a lot. And then, of course, um, school-wise, they were a great business school. So that was my major so I was like, this school fits me right. And then I ended up just deciding to go to Adams State, which was, I'm happy I did. And I enjoyed my uh, my two years there too. 
So you come into Adam State and immediately are you are you immediately the starter or was there some competition before you become so, you became the starter? So there was there was a little competition, but I kind of knew I was going to be a starter. But I'm not gonna lie, in practice, like I always had to work. I couldn't just. I never was the type to. If I knew I had a spot, like I'm not gonna work hard. So I always, in practice, worked hard. There was other good guards on the team, but I definitely had to keep keep working every day, push myself. Like coach never took it easy on me. He always would get on me. So it, nothing was just handed to me, but. I kind of just, it's what I did my whole life. It's all the hard work I put in. It was eventually paying off. Now, man, once you got to Adams, you set it on fire. Like, oh, yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> I know you felt that, right? Like, I know you felt like you setting it on fire. You averaged nearly 20 points a night. This season, you became the 11th player in Adam State's history to hit 1,000 points, right? Tell us yes. about the night when it happened. So the night the night when it happened, it was a it was our first playoff game, and we were playing Metro. And I'm not gonna lie, I was nervous because I I think I needed like like 13 points or something that night. So I was kind of nervous. So every shot I took up, I was like, oh snap, this is two points, three points closer. So then it just got down to it. Um, I think second half, I I had it on like the left wing, and I I just did like a hesitation. Then I took one dribble to my left, and then I think I did like a, uh, I think I went behind the back and just stopped, and then just pulled up, hit a bank shot, and then that was that was the point, and it was just big because the whole, to be honest, I didn't even know, I didn't even know like that was the bucket that counted, but I could just tell that it probably was because how everyone was yelling, everyone was just like ah, and then like I got, I'm not gonna lie, I got really emotional during the game. I was just like, dang, this is crazy, like. Like, this is just something that, I don't know, it just happens every once in a while for some players, and it was just cool just to accomplish that and just to do that at Adams State because that my two years there were really good. The people there treated me right, the fans there, the students. So I really, it was just a big night for me, and I really, it was a fun night. Man, one of the things, and you just described something that I really saw in your game, and that's creativity around the basket. Like you, you're fearless when you go in there. I saw, I saw you um, hit a shot on three people, like three defenders go up at the same time, <laughs> and, and you're up in the air. You just kind of hold your own, right, and you just find your way to the basket. And this is something that you know I saw consistently, even just watching highlights. You are yes, like you're very creative around the basket, and so the shot you described, I can see it vividly. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. I try. I just just being a smaller guard, I feel like you just have to be different than others so that's just one thing I try to like even though I'm small I still try to play like I'm 6'5 6'6 like I got this tat on my wrist it's called heart over height and really just anything you do as long as you got heart it don't matter how tall you are how big you are if you, if you got heart and just passion you can do whatever you want really man you and that that helps a lot well that speaks to you a lot um how tall are you I'm 5'10 you're 5'10", right? So you're 5'10", your point guard, right? Yes, sir. 5'10", point guard, playing at a very high level. Now, we'll get into some NBA talk in, a, in just a second because I, I got to know, right, wh where your comparisons lie. And so we'll, we'll talk about that in just a second. But I okay. want to talk about your junior year before we hop into that. Um, after your junior year, going into your senior year, you're preseason all Rocky Mountain 
um, as a the conference, right? They they kind of yes, anticipated you killing it in your senior year. Talk about the mm-hmm. end of that junior year and how it felt, and what did you do to prepare for your senior year? So the end of the year, like I was averaging like good numbers. I'm, I want to say because we we were pretty low in the conference. We were uh, fighting for the eighth spot, so um, the eight, they took the top eight in our conference. So. Man, the end of the year, I just got to this point. I'm like, man, I'm about to grind for the team. I'm about to do whatever I need to, play defense, get assists. If I got scored, when it when it matters, I'm going to do that. So the end of the year, I just tried to focus on just helping my team out as much as I could just to make sure we got that spot and get in the playoffs and just compete. So then we, we made it. I think we uh, beat Westminster, actually. I hit a buzzer beater, just, and it actually uh, helped us get into the, that eighth spot. So it was pretty cool just to hit that buzzer beater. I and then, um, yeah, and what's crazy? Sorry. So I'm gonna tell you about it. So it's crazy. Is in the game, I think I scored like the last like 14 points for our team, and um, I was scoring back to back to back. And then my coach, he wanted to give me a break. He was like, "Give the ball to uh, my other team. His name is Shane. He's like, "Give the ball to Shane." So I was like, all right, cool. Gave it to him. He drove in. He missed, and then they got the rebound. Just pushed it, and then they uh, he pushed it. Got got in the paint. Got contact and one makes it hits the free throw. So while he's shooting the free throw, I go to my coach. I'm like, coach, like you got to give me the ball. I said, I'm t- I said, give me the ball so so everyone just moves. And then he was like, I'm gonna tell e- my other teammate Ethan, I'm gonna tell him the screen. And what I was noticing just throughout the game was every time I come off the screen, they were doubling me. So if you watch it again, um, my guy's gonna come up, my teammate's gonna come up the screen. So I fake like I'm gonna go to my left. And then right when I uh right when I um about to go to my left, I just stop and then I'm just like forget it. I'm just about to pull up, just pull up because I knew if I went off, they were gonna double me and then I was gonna have to pass it. So I was like, man, we just about to win this game. Pull up, hit it, and then after that, it was like it was crazy. I, I cried a little bit just because it was big for the team and I was just happy for us, happy for my coach and everybody. It was a big moment, man. Everybody yes, in the gym went stupid. It was a super mm-hmm. big moment. Evan Simpson, yeah. that was a great game. Oh, yeah, that, that was game. a good game. That game was, it was a really good game. And Westminster is a great team, too. All right, man, so you finished off, right, um, going into your senior year. You actually had a great senior year as well, right, averaging almost 20 points a night, right? Yes, sir. And so, I mean, you, you, you killed it in your senior year as well. But you had two pivotal games, at least, you know, looking at the season, it was two huge games against the number one team. In, in the Rocky Mountain um, Athletic Conference, right? Um, oh, yeah. The, I'm going to call it the RMAC. Is, is that cool? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. All right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, in the conference, you played against the number one team, right? And you played them. It, it, you, how many times did y'all play over this course, course of the season? I think we played. So, during the season, we played them twice, and then we played them in the playoffs, actually. Okay. So, in the season, I think it's a few games before the end of the season, you play against uh, Fort Lewis, and mm-hmm. you beat them. Yeah, we did. It was it was really big. Um, that night was crazy. Just everyone was hitting shots. I just felt like we were just doing everything well as a team. Our offense, our defense, communicating like everything was going well for us. And then uh, like that night, I just it just felt really good. I think I ended up with like a double double, and then I had a yeah. teammate who who got like points, twenty assists. Yeah, and then I had another teammate. I think he got a like up there like. 20 at something 20 i think got 20 or more so it was just 
it was just a good night for us. Everyone was, I feel like at the end of the season, we were just coming together more as a team. We were getting a little closer. So just beating them was big confidence booster for us because we knew we could play with them. We had played them actually earlier in the year and we were right there with them. I hit a buzzer beater again that sent us into overtime with them. And then they just made a few big plays that ended up letting them win. But we competed with them the first time. So this time we played them, we, we were like, man, we got this. As long as we play with confidence and don't get down on each other, we're good. And then that's what we did and came out with a victory. Man, in the you played them again in the playoffs, right? Yes, sir. And in the playoffs, I believe you dropped like twenty five points. Yeah, yeah, I did. I that's did. Incredible. I think, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's incredible. it was. It's not the first time you do it all the time, right? You dropped twenty six <laughs> points most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> I was just, I was just confident. I was just gaining like a lot of confidence in myself and my coaches, just letting me go out there and just play with confidence, like. At the end of the day, he was like, just do what you think's right. So I, that's just kind of what I would do is just start playing. Like, when, I feel like when you just play, like, when you don't think and you just let your, like, you just just play. Like, you don't, you don't think. You just let your body just do whatever it wants. I feel like that's when you play your best. So that's kind of what I was doing that night. And we were doing good. And then they just went, they just went on a few runs. Like, they had some really good players. Went on a, went on a run and they ended up beating us. But... It was a good game and it was a great season. Like, I'm not the only one on the team that was killing, but it was really fun just to go at Adams and just be able to do what I did for the for the university. Man, Adams, they love you. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was, they, they, they do. It was cool there. <laughs> if you look at the Twitter account, they tweeted out that you were the goat. Yeah, they did actually. <laughs> Did you see that? I, I, re I remember that night too. I was like, "Dang, they're going crazy!" <laughs> Bro, how I does remember that, that night. feel? How does that it's feel? A, them tweeting something out a, like that. It's a great feeling. I'm not gonna lie. It's a great feeling just to be recognized for just all your hard work and stuff. Like it, it was just, it was just really, really great. I tried to, so I just tried to, you know, just make sure I represented the university well, just because. Like being out there, a lot of people knew me just because of basketball and stuff. So I'm just made sure every day walked on campus, like talk to the students, talk to um, professors and stuff. And then I'd see like people at like the grocery stores that always be like, hey, how you doing? So I just try to make sure I represented the university well. And I guess it just showed how they would tweet about me and stuff and just make sure I was uh, being respected and all that. So it, it was a, it's an amazing feeling. I loved it there. Yo, how was it in class, man? You you go out, you kill it on the court, you come back to class, right? Everybody knows, apparently, according to the school, you're the GOAT. So as you walk <laughs> around campus, right, like you go to class and you kind of, you still have to study, you still got to do well in school. Um, so how was that, man? How was the, the um, you know, basketball school life balance? Oh, it was, when I first went there, it was kind of tough. It was it was a lot more workouts than what I was used to, like morning workout and then like a little like a six a.m. workout. Then we got one at like eleven. Then we got another one at like three. And then balancing that with school, it was tough. But then eventually, I just got the hang of it. My body started getting used to. I was getting more rest and then just knowing when I had to wake up and just eating right and stuff. So it was it wasn't too bad just balancing out school and uh, basketball and then the professors. 
I mean, it's a, it's not that big of a university, so you can um, interact with the professors a little more. Like, you can talk to them about what you have going on. And they, they understand, like, athletes, their situations, just how much we travel. So they'll give us, a, like, an extra day to do some homework or just um, help us out a little more with our homework or test and all that. So it wasn't too bad to balance out school and basketball. Cool. How did the students treat you, man? Um, they treated me well. They treated me really well. They... I mean, I tried to make friends with as much people as I can. Just be as nice. Like I'm a, I'm a, a social person. I love meeting new people and just hanging out, like having fun, just listening to music or going to the gym or just playing like Fortnite or something, just chilling. I love hanging out with people. So they treated me really well, and I just made sure I respected them. Like I wasn't the type to just if I see them, like oh, I'm not gonna talk to them. I just hey, what's up? I hope your day's going well, stuff like that, and then just get on with the day. Awesome, man. So you just finished, right? You just walked. You just graduated. I'm sure people went insane when you walked. You know? Yeah, they, I mean, I'm yeah, sure they did. They, yeah, I'm sure once they, you know, called out your credentials, everybody's like the goat's leaving. So <laughs> once it's all said and done, man, um, now it's time to start getting ready, right? Getting ready for the yes, next sir. step. Talk yes, about sir. your plans for the next step, man. I know the NBA draft is coming up, and I know there's a lot um, that's, you know, that's kind of happening with that. Tell me, how are you preparing? How are you getting ready, and what are your plans? So preparing, I'm, I'm working out every day, two to three times a day, in the weight room, on the court. Then I try to get in the weight room one more time, just a little bit. But um, really, I've, I've signed with an agent. His name is Mike Natich. He's in Chicago. And um, we're um, actually working on getting a draft workout with the Jazz, which will be really nice. Just trying to figure out a date for that. And then um, I'm going to play in the NBA Drew League with the, I know this guy's named Charles, lovely senior, or he goes by Pops. He has two teams, the Jaguars and the Panthers. So he's going to let me play out there for a little bit and train me. And then um, I'm playing in TBT, of course, the big tournament. Um, I'm playing for Team Utah. And actually, our first game is in Spokane, Washington, June 29th. And um, I have a, this camp. It's called Worldwide Invitational. It's in it's in Vegas. It's July 8th to the 10th, a little overseas camp. And then, yeah, that's my summer. And then I just I just been training, like, bas- uh, training younger kids because I love giving back to the community. And then just running basketball camps. And then just training myself, of course. So, really, that's just my summer, just – making sure I'm ready for all opportunities that come up for me. And then my agents also, he's just been talking to um, some Europe, Euro uh, teams for me. So I'm just trying to sit back and just enjoy my time home, make sure I'm ready, hang out with my family as much as I can. So in case I have to end up going overseas, I just spend as much time as I can with them. Cause I'll, if I do, I'm probably going to be gone for a little bit. So that's just my summer. It's just basketball, basketball, basketball. Wow, wow, man. Who who would you say are, are some of your NBA comparisons? Who do you, who's your game? If somebody had to kind of look at your game and look at an NBA player's game, who's the guy who they would most compare to? I would say Mike Conley of the Memphis Grizzlies. Michael Conley from the Memphis Grizzlies. That's who I would say my game uh, is after because he uses his quickness really well. Lefty, of course, I'm a lefty. <clears throat> and he's just, I don't know, I just like how he fights on the court and just how hard he works and He's a good leader. I always watch that too. Great leader for his team. And he impacts the game a lot. 
the impact to the lot. And I feel like that's what I do with my team when I'm on the court. I feel like I'm always doing something positive or just trying to do the best that I can to help my team out. All right, man. Yo, seems like the future is extremely bright for you. Um, you know, us over here at Trackstar Sports Bro, what we want to do, um, you know, we definitely want to support and, and, and pray for people and, you know what I mean, make sure that they're um, being their absolute best self and living their absolute best life, right? Um, and how, how could the universe be praying for you? What could, what could they be saying, right? Like, what can they be, you know, praying for for you and, as you go forward? Um, um, just to, I don't know, just, just pray for like, just have a good, like a, a good career with basketball. And then just eventually I, you know, just when I'm done finding like the right job for me and just be able to support my family. And then I just want to, I don't know, I just want to live like the best life that I can. And I always want to give back to my family. Of course, that's like the one thing that motivates me. That's probably the one thing that pushes me every day when I'm on the court and just, I don't know, just pray for, like, all the people out there that go through tough times and stuff like that. Because just don't take anything for granted because there's other people out there that are going through some really bad th- bad times. And just be thankful for, like, all the little things that that you're um, giving, just stuff like that. Man, I appreciate that. Yo, is there anybody who we should be looking for next at Adam State? Is there anybody coming up behind you who's going to be the next um the next star? Mm, I would say my boy uh, is uh, he's from Poland. Um, Simon Wozak. He's a Poland point guard. He's a point guard. He's like six four. He's actually six four, six five. Pretty tall, but he's pretty. He's a really good defender. Really good at getting in the paint, setting up teammates and stuff. He's probably going to be the next big piece for them. And I'm actually really excited to um, keep watching him and stuff. I'm definitely going to stay on top of Adams. But they're gonna they're gonna um. He's bringing in a lot of new guys. I think he's actually the um, only returner, so he got some big shoes to fill, and I think he could do it for sure. Absolutely, man. Well, thank you so much for spending your time here, man, talking to us. We we are definitely excited about you and your future. Um, keep you know keep us abreast of what's going on, man. Keep in contact. Let us know. Oh yeah, um, sir. Wherever you head, move on. We'll be looking at the NBA draft, praying that you know what I mean at some point they call your name. Um, That'd be awesome. Yeah, man. And we'll go stupid over here, too. So, <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. So we're hoping the absolute best for you, man. Thank you so Thank much you. for joining us. I truly, truly appreciate it. I appreciate you reaching out to me and letting me come on here. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. All right, go. Talk to you later. <laughs> All right, bye. It's your boy, Damo. For all of you who listen to The Outsider's Edge and you own an Android device, do me a favor. Go over to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app now. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android devices. You can search for the podcast you want to listen to, select them as your favorites, and have them just a click away. So make sure you set Trackstar Sports 
as a favorite so you can listen to the newest episodes of The Outsider's Edge each and every Thursday. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic, and it's available now for your Android device. Go get it.